You're now tuned now to the Mash Those Buttons versus Series. another edition of the Mash Those Buttons Versus series. I'm Jared, and I'm here with senior editor and uh, Mash cast host Rob Hill-Williams. Hello, everybody. Here we are again. And uh, also here with us is uh, staff writer and, at this point, Versus series veteran Mikey Kenny. What is up? Listen, we are here to... uh, to discuss or debate Infamous 2 versus Batman Arkham Asylum. And uh, as always, you know, we know the two games aren't exactly 100% alike. And you're probably, you might be asking yourself, why exactly are we comparing these two games? Well, in the year 2011, these are our two superhero games, and they're both open world, you know, so um, they're very similar. Both games have, you know, you go get your missions, uh, you follow a story, you also have side quests, and, you know, all that good stuff. So You just just described every game ever made. (laughs) Not every game has side quests. (laughs) Maybe not every game ever made, but, you know. In the year 2011. <laughs> I'm just saying. Hey, well, good, Dirt 3 okay. didn't have side quests. I understood what you meant. What That's did? Okay. Dirt 3. Well, uh, were there submissions? The trophies and things? Like little, little extra things? <laughs> That's not a side quest. Is it driving turbs? Alright, so... Uh, yeah, we're we're going to discuss those two games uh, here today. And uh, let's talk a little bit about Infamous as a series... Uh, Infamous, the first Infamous was out in uh, 2009, and you could you can kind of tell it's very experimental. You know, like uh, the voice acting wasn't that great. The uh, actually the way it looked was okay. It, w- it wasn't really that great, but the gameplay uh, it, it was uh, it was good enough. It was, actually it was more than good enough. It was actually it was a good game. Um, you know, a little repetitive at times, but still, it was, I, I would think Infamous was a good game. If I had reviewed it at that point, I'd probably give it like a 7 or 8 out of 10 back in 2009. Um, but uh, Infamous did well enough to the point where uh, it's a Sucker Punch as the developer of Infamous. Uh, I guess whoever, uh, who actually, it was the SOE that published that directly? Uh, it's just under Sony's. Like- yeah. It was yeah. It was just it was Sony published it directly, so uh, it did well enough for them to pump out a part two and definitely put some extra cash behind it. Um, I would say Infamous Two was two hundred percent better than Infamous One. It was it was much better, like from um, the visuals, the audio, the gameplay, the story, everything was much better. I think we all can agree on that. Absolutely. Yes. I mean, the difference between Infamous 1 and 2 is about as much of a difference as between, like, Assassin's Creed 1 and 2, which, yeah, that's a lot. So. Yeah, I would agree with that. It was. It's definitely nice to see that 
after taking a risk with Infamous One, which I was assuming because you know they're thinking, oh, super superhero ish game. How how good can this be? Prove that it could be good, and then it's like, okay, now we'll pump money into you. It's nice to see that actually happen every once in a while. Yeah, so uh, yeah, they definitely took that money and they they really ran with it because they did such an excellent job going from Infamous One to Infamous Two. Because I don't really think I wouldn't say Infamous One was critically acclaimed. You know, I don't, I don't even know anybody it was else. Just above average. Yeah, you know, it was good enough to get a sequel, basically. Exactly. So, but uh, I think Arkham Asylum was a different story. Like, even like Arkham Asylum, that you can tell they definitely put some cash in that. But I think they had to simply because it was a licensed title. Yeah, you know? and, that's, and they wanted to. They've had so many flops as far as DC like superhero games go. I mean, like really, like. Really, what was the last good DC superhero game that was released? Like, right. everybody knows Spider-Man and, you know, a lot of the other Marvel stuff. You got Ultimate Alliance and all that. You know, DC even tried to, like, jack that off with, you know, uh, Justice League. And that didn't really work out. Like, and that was the last probably decent superhero game. So Batman was like, we they, we need to make this work. So money, money, money. Warner Brothers are serious <laughs> for a change about making something good. Yeah, and uh, Rocksteady definitely with Arkham Asylum. Like, I, you, if you find somebody who says that Arkham Asylum was a bad game, and I'll, I'll, I'll show you a liar because Arkham Asylum, in no way, shape, or form, was a bad game. Everything from, I mean, it looked good to begin with. The voice acting was great, and just the gameplay in general was good and interesting. Um, I don't really think anybody enjoyed the ending, but hey, that's what it was. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> you know, boss. Yeah. But going from Arkham Asylum to Arkham City, not as big of an, of an improvement from Infamous to Infamous 2, simply because Arkham City, Arkham Asylum, was already good. <laughs> you know, And if you start changing too much stuff around, you know, you, you might wind up turning off the fans or just messing something up. Actually, we do see it all the time, you know, in games where, you know, they, they change too much and now, you know, nobody really likes the game anymore. It took away what it actually was. So, you know, there were definitely improvements from Arkham Asylum to, uh, to Arkham City. Uh, I do think the visuals improved a little bit. Um, the sound quality, not sound quality, but actually the audio itself, um, as a category, was improved simply because because the voice acting was still there, but now there's more voice actors or more characters that need to be voiced and iconic characters like Penguin, Mad Hatter, you know, guys like that. So you know, you, you have more responsibility there to make sure that you, you know, when you you voice them, that there's they sound believable. Um, also the fact that the henchmen don't repeat the same things over and over and over again as you're going throughout the city that I thought that was pretty cool so uh, the Arkham City definitely has some improvements um, but just not as large as Infamous Uh, major changes in Infamous so at this point we're just gonna I guess we're gonna get right into it we're gonna run down the the rules of the of engagement yeah (laughs) oh my gosh yeah so the way it works for those who haven't heard of Versus Series before, we work on a point system. Yes. Let's <laughs> say you get one point for visuals, one point for audio, and two points for gameplay. In the event of a tie, uh, they like you know one point will be awarded 
per, you know, between, you know, uh, per person here. So three of us. So there's three points up for grabs for just personal choice. You know, we'll we'll discuss if we come to that. We'll talk about it. <laughs> and, <laughs> yeah. So but we'll it beats s- that whole old method of throwing a dart, you know, a dart at a dartboard, and that was the winner. So we thought this would be a little bit better. Yeah. So <laughs> that, that that'll work. Yeah. So three points up for grabs if there's a tie, and um, we're gonna start it off with visuals. Um, from a visual from a visual perspective, I like Arkham City is one of the best looking games I think that came out this year. From a visual perspective, I mean the first of all, the way Arkham City looks really, really looks like Gotham. <laughs> you know, like you would expect Gotham with the architecture and the buildings and the gargoyles all over the place. Um, the characters, the way they look, you know, even like their faces. Me and Rob discussed the other day, like the faces of the characters. They actually looked you know, believable. They just didn't look like 3D models. Like we were, I think we were talking about Gears 3, the way Gears 3 looks versus Arkham City, because Gear, you know, Arkham City uses the Unreal 3 engine, and Gears uses the Unreal 3 engine, and Epic, you know, they are the creators of the Unreal 3 engine, so you would think their game would actually look better, but that's not the case, because Arkham City kicks the snot out of Gears 3 in terms of visuals, even in character models. Um, you do still have that that huge chest d- dude bro you know you know character look though you do have that like batman look like he's been benching 365 you know 8 days a week you know it's the same thing with every henchman the arkham yeah. city gym <laughs> you know i wish i could be like rendered in like unreal 3 tech <laughs> be like <laughs> but in real life <laughs> yeah right <laughs> how would you eat though how would you get into a car <laughs> your chest, would, your chest wouldn't fit, but uh, yeah. <laughs> but in terms of like use the use, this is the best use of Unreal Three Tech I think I've ever seen, and everything looked good. Water effects, uh, particle effects. You know the the you know when it's snowing and stuff like that. You know going into detective mode, that whole thing seamlessly is, is all all really good. Uh, Infamous Two. Uh, also looked great, like especially compared to Infamous One, but like just in, in general, it looked really good. You know, Cole actually had a recognizable face now. You know, yeah. I think I think his face was kind of like I don't know, I don't even know how to describe his face from Infamous One. It just looked <laughs> not good. <laughs> it looked similar, but it was very generic. He was just you know kind of buzz, you know, buzz cut regular looking white guy, you know, every man yeah. that has become so popular. Like in this one he, you know, he still's got sort you know, he's still got the same look about him, but you know, he's definitely got more defined like facial features. He's not just like, yeah, random random guy that you're the superhero for now. Uh he's got, you know, he's got scars from all his battles and, you know, he's he's he looks like, you know, you're like, okay, that's cool. That's Cole McGrath. You know, and instead of that's that guy from Infamous, you know, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's the main character of Infamous, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's Cole McGrath now. But not just Cole, I mean, even Zeke, um, you know, Quo, Nix, they all like the facial you know, facial wise they all look good. I think Arkham City in terms of like the character models definitely looked better yeah, than than um, 
than, you know, uh, Infamous. But, you know, with Infamous, you also had, you know, the lightning, the explosions, and then, like, the lighting effects that goes with all that looked good. Um, and another thing with Infamous, like, you can have lots of explosions going off at the, at the same time while shooting lightning and lightning rockets and stuff like that. And I never noticed my frame rate going down. Nope. Never noticed the frame rate going down. Um, that being said, the game uh, Infamous 2 still plays at 720p, not at 1080, uh, which Arkham City does. And that definitely um, affects frame rate. Like playing at 720p will definitely give you a higher, a higher frame rate. Which I think for Infamous is more important. In the sense, because of how the game, like like you said, because you're going to have lightning shooting everywhere, tornadoes going off. So I actually, if they couldn't do 1080p, like at a good frame rate, I would rather have it at a 720p and have lower, and um, have the frame rate be accurate. You know. Yeah, the frame rate was definitely steady. Um, the whole, but the the biggest advantage of a 720p game on the PS3 is the fact that you can do you they typically do t- 60 frames per second at 720, but they didn't do that with Infamous 2. It was still 30 frames per second, but it was steady. So I appreciate that still. But uh, so yeah, steady frame rate, even though with all the different explosions and stuff like that, I think the character movement was a lot, you know, was a lot better. It seems a lot more. It seems a lot natural. Uh, more natural, I should say, uh, and the way the ragdoll physics worked, you know, all that stuff. I think it was real good um, for both games. Uh, both games looked good visually. Um, I do think Batman had a bit of an edge on it, though. But I'm I'm gonna let uh, either Rob or Mikey go on. Tell me what they think. I'll let Rob go. Rob, go ahead. All right. Um, I mean. It's similar. It uh, Batman is probably the best looking game of the year. Like off the top of my head, I'm really pre- hard pressed to like think of another one that looks better. Um, it's the best use of the Unreal Engine, um, and I mean that like over Gears of War three, which you know is like the flagship for Epic. So that's saying a whole lot about how that like how good that game looks. You they got rid of all the you know the brown the the clunky boot look. You know, I mean some of the thugs still have it, but like. You know, like it's not every character. Like every character doesn't look that way. You know, they got the you know the big muscles and all that going on. But I think that's also a bit of the exaggeration by Rocksteady because of the superhero world, not just the fact that it's unreal and that's how things look in it. Um, because you know they did manage to you know you you have females that look like females. You know, little little idealized, exaggerated or whatever. But like you know, Harley Quinn doesn't look like a trucker. You know, it's it's not it's not too you know it. It's it's pretty it's pretty good as far as what they were able to do, um, all the things going on in the environments. Like I mean, as much as Infamous Two has its great lighting effects and everything, like well, Batman as a whole is very dark, but it's Batman, so it is what it is. <laughs> like it's just something that you 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 expect and deal with. Um, but like there's you know there's a lot of good lighting effects going on there too. Um, because you, you're going into different like areas, you know, some are a little bit brighter, some are indoors, outdoors, dingier, brighter, um, you know, spotlights all over the place while you're gliding from place to place, you know, in the city. Um, it's just a very, very good looking game. And for its density and how much is going on, like it's not, it's, Arkham City is not actually really that large compared to some other games. Like if you were to pair, compare it to like even Infamous 2 or Assassin's Creed or something along those lines, like its game world isn't as big, but it does have indoor outdoor areas and it's very dense. Like it's, you know, very high up and down um, as far as all the, 
all of the the things that are going on in the city, um, and there's just a lot of stuff packed into that. Like it's it's a very good looking game. Um, you know, you got got yeah, enemies picking up you know chairs and and bottles and breaking them and stuff to attack you with and throwing stuff at you and all sorts of randomness. Um, there's a lot of a lot of things happening in it, and it's I mean, it really like it's you see it and you that's it is it's just the best looking game this year. Um, FMS2, more or less what Jared said. Like, it's a very good looking game. Like, a lot of things are improving. You know, character facial animations and stuff are, are a lot better. And, you know, all of that is just very good. But it just doesn't have that same level of detail that Batman has. You know, you've got, you know, tons of people walking the streets and cars and you can, you know, pick up anything and, you know, well, not anything, but pick up cars and all sorts of different stuff and throw it all over the place and stuff's exploding and you can collapse, you know, overwalks and balconies and, you know, blow up a whole lot of different things. Like, there's a lot of interaction with the environment, um, but it all does still take place over just kind of like a, a city, you know, normal city for the most part, you know, just buildings and, you know, and it's and it's spread out, you know across the the multiple islands um you know there's some areas that give you a different look like you have the the area of numeray that's underwater and submerged because they had a flood um you know they you do go through day and night cycles and stuff like that within the game so you get to see how things look at different times um and, you know there's there's a lot of you know it's a lot of visually nice things it just doesn't compare to batman <laughs> that's what it boils down to so it's on you, Mikey. Yeah, man, you already took everything I wanted to say. I, you <laughs> took everything. I say I had to like scrape for stuff. <laughs> no, I just got even so scrape even more. Um, well, that's like, what you're here for. Details, 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 details. <laughs> um, let's see. Other than well, I think we're all in agreement that Batman looks freaking amazing. Um, like the biggest, like I'll say this through and through. The biggest compliment I will give Arkham City is that it makes me feel like Batman, and to feel like Batman, I have to feel like I'm in. I'm in Gotham City, and I feel like I'm in Gotham City. It's like down to the nitty-gritty details, the gargoyles, how dark the world is, the character models. Everything about that screams Batman comic, and I just or Batman animated series. It just makes me feel like Batman to be swinging like grappling hooking gliding everything with the look and feel of how everything just is in that area well infamous 2 makes me feel like I'm a freaking lightning train wreck ready to destroy anything in my freaking path the way the visuals look throwing tornadoes look amazing creating uh, lightning bolts that destroy everything in my path is awesome the characters are great I don't know about the extra characters though they're kind of generic at some points of the game because like when i save civilians i feel like sometimes i've saved Ooh, mgs just went off um (laughs) someone's alerted somebody (laughs) um but it just and while infamous 2 does look amazing for its different locales and i'll give it kudos for that having like a flooded area and a city area and then a more um was it like a swamp? The, the, the swamp area, yeah. yeah. The bi- that, that actually that was a really cool section of the game. Now that I think about it, that bayou section where you just had to blast through all those things. Yeah. But um, it's unfortunately though, as cool as it is, it just Batman just looks ten times better. If Infamous was going up against something else, and yeah, it would look probably pretty good compared. But 
Rocksteady just rocked the crap out of that uh, that um Unreal the Unreal Tech and just put out something amazing. So it's kind of hard to go against that, you know. Yeah, and it's even like the like the little stuff like with Batman. Uh, also, like one of the things I, I enjoyed the most the fact that like your you know when you're trying to go somewhere. Um, I guess the uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Your nav point is the bat signal. <gasps> yes, I just thought that about was that. that was pretty awesome. Like when I realized what that was, I'm like, oh, "It was a bat signal, this guy." Oh, that's 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 funny. It's in the same direction I need to actually go. And then you get there, and it's like kind of cloudy, pointing to the ground. I'm like, "Oh wow, that was really cool." Like you know, even like the little visual stuff they did with that um, really it helps you stay in that world. You know, even though Batman could have totally got away with having some type of tech, you know, uh, interface pointing you in the right direction, they didn't, you know. So, I think we're all in agreement here that Batman wins for visuals. Because, yeah, I mean, (laughs) it rocked it. They rocked it hard. Best looking game this year. And in the same year that Battlefield 3 came out. You know? So, I uh, I think that says a lot. For, for Batman Arkham City, and they definitely, definitely won visuals. So, all right, so we're going to give that point to Batman currently in the lead. So, visuals for Batman. Let's move on to, to audio. I'm actually going to let you start, Mikey, since, you know, you got the, the scraps at the very end there. Okay. Okay, well, audio-wise, let's start with Batman, because it's, oh my gosh, uh, everything sounds amazing in Batman down to every voice actor even the guards like they all sound amazing every um oh crap mark hamill sounds amazing as the joker once again i am blanking on batman's name and now i'm going to get flame ward for it later because of it um uh, let me get my let me get let me start up the flame pack right <laughs> kevin conroy, <laughs> kevin, conroy. <laughs> Thank you. kevin conroy sounds amazing as batman once again also um Every voice actor sounds like the character. I think they did, like, didn't they replace Harley Quinn this time around? Yeah. Somebody yep. else? I didn't really pay, notice it that much. Well, I noticed it, like, a little bit here and there. But, like, it wasn't, like, terrible. Like, it wasn't every, bad, yeah. No, it wasn't. Um, I love the Penguin's voice was perfect. Like, the, even though it's, everyone thinks the guy that does Drake's, and, uh, what's what's his name? I'm blanking wow, on it like today. names, I know. <laughs> I'm really, Nolan. Uh, right. He did the penguin voice and had a little bit of a, some people were like back and forth on it, but I enjoyed it. Um, let's see. His tools sounded like the batarang when it was gliding through the air and all that stuff sounded perfect. Punching people in the face sounded amazing. I love the sound of punching people. There was no bam and pow. Like that wasn't, (laughs) that wasn't Batman fighting. It was like, Okay, if we go that far back, I guess it wasn't Batman fighting, but I mean, it's just the bone, cr- like the bone crushing moves and all that kind of stuff when you knock someone out or drop them off of a building when they were. Oh my god! <laughs> I wonder how Batman didn't kill somebody doing that. But that's another topic. Batman never kills. <laughs> he just dropping somebody off of a twenty-story building. Okay, it's an accident. It's a video game. It's he didn't kill them. Okay, okay, whatever. You just punched him off the building. No, not nope, not my, not his fault at all. It's like no um, fault. It's you know, yeah, anyway. Yeah, but back to sound design. Um, Batman does sound freaking amazing. Um, Infamous Two 
uh, they once again they did um, improve their um, they did massive improvements from Infamous One, obviously, especially with the sound design because I actually felt emotion out of people this time around versus Infamous One, where it was like, oh, I guess they kind of care about this because I got a bit more of a through the voice acting, I felt more like danger and you know when there were calm moments, more calm moments, and then the whole sexual tension between some of the characters and all that kind of stuff. Um, the lightning bolts, the tornadoes, once again, all sound amazing. The destruction that was happening was like the explosions sounded really well, but unfortunately, like once again, it's just like everything just kind of pales in comparison to Batman's sound design. It 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 saddens me, but that's just how it is in my book. Batman just sounded like ten times better than Infamous did, even though Infamous Two sounded like twenty times better than the first game. It's just really hard to stack that up against Batman. But what do y'all think? Go ahead, Rob. Okay, or not? Uh, basically, I mean, I would give them a tie if I were allowed to, but I'm not allowed to do that. No. Uh, <laughs> no. <laughs> so, I mean, honestly, like, my if I have to, like, give it to a game, I really have to give it to Infamous on sound design. And not through any fault. I mean, that's the thing about all of these kind of quizzes. It's, like, not, not through any fault of the other game. But... Like our as you know, as as Mike already said, it, Arkham City covers like all of its bases really, 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 really well. You know, like from you know sound effects on on all the gadgets, and you can walk around and hear conversations between you know like criminals like that are just you know in Arkham City, and you know you don't sit around and delay like actually attacking guys because you know like oh i haven't heard them talk about this yet you know like when when you have like joker henchmen making fun of harley quinn and stuff and and how like and her and joker's relationship and you know just random stuff like that you know as little little funny like thoughts that you just you don't you normally you don't expect you know normally guys just in every other game especially like a stealth game guys just wander around you know back and forth on the patrols, back and forth, don't say anything, you know, all very boring, you know, every area you go into, you know, um, just short of Metal Gear with, you know, the blue, you know, or like people getting, you know, people getting alerted or questioning if, you know, they saw something like people don't stand around and have conversations and all that kind of stuff. But like Batman's like a world that's alive, you know, um, and like even outside of, you know, just the, the, the random amb- ambient, you know, conversations and stuff like that. You have the the main cast, and the main cast is basically the animated series cast, which means it's great. You know, there's no question that you know Mark Hamill and Kevin Conroy are, are awesome. You know, you you know you throw in like some new ones. You know, they change Harley Quinn. She doesn't sound bad. It's fine. Uh, you know, you get the you get the new Penguin Cockney accent, which given the framework, the fact that you know that Batman, the Batman in Arkham City and Arkham Asylum is not the same universe as you know any of the others. It's just it's its own thing. Um, you know, it's a little more edgy. You know, because video games they got to be edgy, got to appeal to the kids. I don't know. <laughs> um, but you know, you everybody's a little bit more even worse. Like maybe not quite as bad as some of the comic book versions, but you know, everybody's a little bit more on you know off their rocker even further um you know so you got a penguin that grew up you know 
as like a you know a crime lord in England and stuff like that, you know, or you know doing different crime stuff in England, becoming a crime lord, and then coming back to Gotham. So you know they had a Cockney accent, but it works. You know, like Nathan Nolan North Scott Range. You know, he he can do different voices. You know, now that they've you know he, now that he's like no you know Nathan Drake, everybody's like. Oh, we'll do that, you know, do kind of like Nathan Drake, but not quite. You know, this one, they just let him go and do something different. It doesn't even sound like Nolan North. If you didn't know, you wouldn't know, you know, that it was him. Um, but despite all that, like, Infamous is at least equal to it. And that's why I give it to Infamous, because you have, like, you have the, maybe not quite as much as, like, the ambient, you know, you know, you don't have, like, uh, like the, all the, the bad guys and stuff, you know, having, like, really crazy different conversations with each other you know they react when you come into a room and stuff like that but um or you start attacking them but there's not not really that kind of ambient conversation but an infamous you know the the bad or good karma choices are a big part of it and when you're walking the street as cole you know running around going place to place you'll have you know people on the street whisper different things you have people cheering you on if you're a good guy you know you know, whistling at you and doing all sorts of stuff. If you're a bad guy, you know, it's like, oh, I'm here, you know, here comes trouble or, you know, disaster waiting to happen. Like, God, you know, the people whisper to you, but they don't say, they're not screaming at you and stuff. Like, everybody's saying it under their breath because, you know, you might just go postal on somebody, <laughs> you know. They, there's a lot of things going on. But then you also have the conversations between the, you know, between the main characters, the characters that you hear most. And, Despite Kevin, despite the greatness of Kevin Conroy, Batman's only ever going to be so expressive in conversation, and so basically he's half of every conversation that you're you're part of in the game because you're him, you know. But in Infamous, like Cole's got more personality, so when he's talking to Zeke or he's talking to to Quo or Nix or anybody, you know, even between you know him, Bertrand, whoever the case is, you know, there's there's more life in the conversations, you know. In in Batman, you know, like Mark Hamill can only carry everything so far <laughs> in, in every conversation because, you know, that's how awesome he is as a Joker. But in Infamous, like everybody carries equal loads. You have and they're more they're more they're people, you know, despite they're just people that are in extraordinary circumstances. Like in Batman, all the fucking random crazy stuff that goes on is completely normal. You know, people being, you know, inmates out in the street and, you know, attacking people and Batman being Batman, you know, guys who have their half their faces burned off fighting, you know, women in cat suits, you know, like that's all normal and it's insane, but it's normal in Batman's universe and infamous, you know, the fact that people have powers, you know, there's a guy that could shoot lightning out of his hands. There's, there's this giant beast, you know, a whole city just got wiped off the map. Like all that stuff is new. You know, like it, so they're still very much people just dealing with extraordinary circumstances, and you hear that in their conversations. So, you know, when the, when they're having, you know, just playful banter back and forth, but then like things get serious because something crazy happens, you know, you, you get, you get a better sense of things from their, their conversations. And on top of that, like all the sound effects and everything that happened from all of the, the fighting and when you, when you're absorbing like you know electricity out of something, all of the, your different powers, you know, you shoot a, you know, an electric like rocket, you know, versus just shooting a bolt of lightning and things sound different, you know, the electric grenades, all the you know gunfire and all the different powers and stuff that start coming into play, it all sounds very different, and to me, it's at least a, at least equal on on footing as Arkham City, which to me means that like that's a hell of an accomplishment. So I give it to Infamous for that. 
So, Jarrett, you know, scraps, go. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was really tough for me to make a decision simply because of, uh, like, both games have excellent audio. Um, well, we already talked about the fact that Infamous is Infamous 2 this audio is much improved over the first, but it does stand up with Batman's, like with Arkham City. Um, you know, with Infamous, you have you know all of the sound effects, uh, you know, with the lightning and the explosions, but you also have the great, you know, you have good. Actually, you have great dialogue. Like you, you know, sometimes video, video game dialogue can get a little weird. Like somebody will say something, and then there'll be like a long pause, and somebody walks away, and then somebody says something else. <laughs> you know, like it's they did a very good job making the conversations sound very, uh, very realistic. You know what I'm saying? Even when like Quo and um, and Cole are talking over comms, or you know Cole and Nick's like their interaction with each other, um, Cole and Zeke, well, you know Cole and everybody, cause that's who you are. <laughs> but, um, you know the, the the conversation pieces were actually were actually really good. Um, you know the henchmen. Well, not the not just the henchmen, but the people walking around with the henchmen. They you know they do get a little repetitive after a while. That is one thing that Batman, I think, has over definitely over is the fact that. Um, well, in terms of when you're fighting the henchmen, they they all kind of say they all say the same thing, but they have a a script that they run through and then they re- repeat it. But um. You know, as you're gliding around Batman, you have those conversations that you can overhear with the henchmen, like you, you already mentioned. Um, I think the biggest thing for me with Batman, though, over Infamous, is the music. Um, the music, and, and first of all, the, the music in Infamous is great. It actually does give you a good, um, a good hero feeling if you're good. And if you're not good, if you're taking the evil path, the music is actually a bit darker. And I noticed that on my second playthrough, like, uh, there's this, I wouldn't call it generic music, but I guess it's this music that plays whenever you do, um, side quests, you know, like if if you're just doing a side quest and you need some tunes to get you where where you're going or, you know, in the action, basically like it's the same tune will play, but it's different if you're good and if you're evil. So I thought that was actually, um, you know, really cool, but with, with the, with the way with Arkham City, I mean it's Batman, and that score really fit Batman, <laughs> you know, as a thing. So as you're gliding over the city, you know, you get you get a, a specific feeling, you know, when you're doing that. Or one of my favorite parts was, um, you know, uh, you have to like uh, you have to identify this helicopter that has these codes, and so like once you identify the helicopter and you grab onto the helicopter with the bat with you know with the bat grapple, the specific music comes on, and the visuals with the music of you hanging onto this helicopter and the me- it sounds extremely epic. Basically, that's what it is. Like Batman's music is extremely epic. It really makes you feel like you're there, like like you are Batman. And, you know, going through those motions. So I have to give it to Batman. Uh, I have to give it to Arkham City uh, simply because of the feeling, overall feeling that I gave uh, over Infamous. But other than that, they're, they're kind of neck and neck. But I just, you know, while the music was great, it was excellent in Infamous. Even, like, while you're doing um, your really heroic stuff, like when you, while you're fighting the Beast, uh, while you're, you know, invading, uh, you, you know, a base, you know. It sounds great, but with, when it comes to Arkham City, like it was just that much more epic. So uh, that's uh, Mikey, your Arkham City, right? 
Yes. And Rob, you're infamous too. Yep, nothing matters. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you don't matter. Good job. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, but um, so okay, then that means infamous. Uh, oof, that means Arkham City wins for audio. So that is uh, that is two versus one now. Uh, sorry, two versus two zero. Two to zip uh, in favor of Arkham City. Um, so now we're gonna go into gameplay. So Rob, tell us what you think. Um. I mean, there's a whole lot to cover in gameplay, so I'll be brief. But uh, I give it to, Ar- uh, to Infamous 2, um, mostly on the the basis of uh, just the amount of improvement. Like, Batman has so much going on. It really does. Um, but when I really consider, you know, aside from, like, mechanics and things like that, I, I like the main story means a lot to me, especially given it's a superhero game and, you know, the way that things progress, like it matters a lot. Um, and Batman's main story is frankly kind of odd, you know, like it, it's not really, I mean, it's not odd. Like from the outset, like you, you understand what's going on. You, you know what your goals are, you know, you're after strange cause he's, he's instituted Arkham city for some, some purpose of his own that, you know, can't be good, you know? Um, Nobody who wants to cordon off part of an entire city to put a whole bunch of criminals in it, like really, what what good can come from that? Uh, so you know, you're off to you know do the Batman thing, you know, go and go and find out what what his plans are, stop him, because that's what Batman does, because you're Batman. Right. <laughs> um, and you know, along the way, like you you know, you're running into like a lot of the you know familiar rogues gallery in different ways, and he. But it's the way that everything starts progressing, like it's it's very odd. Um, and not to like, you know, spoiler alert, I guess, mini spoiler alert, because I'm not really trying to spoil a game for somebody if they haven't, you know, haven't played it. But at some point, like Joker poisons Batman because he's still got t- uh, Titan poisoning from the previous game, Arkham, uh, from the end of Arkham Asylum. Um, and so he poisons Batman basically to make him do not do his bidding but like make him go find a cure because he know batman he knows batman will do it you know <laughs> uh because he can't you know batman can't quit you know he can never quit so he has to go find the cure so he can keep stopping bad guys because that's what batman does but the there, there gets to be a point where batman has been poisoned for so long and is supposed to be dying that you're like <laughs> how has he how has he not died like how has he not died over the last like 12 missions that I've done that are not involving him going and getting the cure so he can be okay. You know, like there comes a point where you get kind of like a reprieve for a little bit, but like it's supposed to be temporary. And yet like Batman just keeps running around and doing all these side quests for people. And I'm not even talking about side quests that you do just because you're running around and you're like, Oh, let me go get that Riddler trophy. That's even worse. That makes it even worse. Cause you're like, why would he stop and do that? <laughs> but you suspend disbelief a little bit, open world game, whatever. But I'm talking about just like, you're on your way, like, I'm going to go get this cure from this person. And then, like, somebody else is like, hey, this thing is going on. And so you go and do that instead. Even though, wouldn't you try and get the cure first so then you could go stop everybody? Because you're Batman and you can make that kind of time. <laughs> um, but, like, it, it gets very odd. And the ending is not really that great either. Um, some of the characterization is weird, even though it takes place outside of, you know, normal Batman comic animated series, whatever, continuities. It's its own, it's its own thing. Some of the interactions with characters are really weird. 
like he interacts with Joker just fine. You know, their interactions are pretty much what you come to expect. But like the way that he behaves towards certain villains, especially and sometimes like enemies who are helpless, you're like, why is he just beating him up for no reason? <laughs> like, why is Batman a bully? You know, like certain things happen that you're like, I'm like, wait, what? Um, also like not even just involving what the actual ending of the game was but something that Batman does at the end of the game I was like that makes no sense given what led up to it you know certain decisions that he decides to make that I guess you know were done for purposes of of trying to you know make the the player feel like Batman is torn but I'm sitting there during during the this this torn part of you know before he makes his decision or gets the decision made for him actually and I'm like, Batman would have no trouble making a decision. Like, Batman's thing is that Batman does what other people do- won't, you know, or can't. You know, he won't kill, but outside of that, like, Batman does whatever it takes, you know. So, if it's, like, a choice between, like, the fate of Gotham versus, you know, like, say, a single person, like, Batman's gonna save that, gonna save Gotham, you know, no matter how much it conflicts with him, you know, because he's Batman first and everything else afterwards, basically. Um, and that much you can't really change about him, no matter what kind of continuity you're putting forth in a game. Like that's him, that's Batman. <laughs> so things just get very odd, and you know that that to me was enough because like Infamous Two just does a story so much consistently and better to me uh, over the whole course of it. And that's not even considering the fact that you do get your bad and good karma choices, which have been improved from Infamous One. Um, they're not as, I mean, they're still very black and white, but they're not as stupid black and white as they were, you know, in the first infamous, you have like the first major decision that you make is like you, like, uh, you free up like a train of food and you can either choose to keep it all yourself because, you know, you need the extra, you know, you need the extra, you know, food to fight off all the bad guys or like share it with the people. And like, when you make that choice, you're like, really? Like that's the that's the choice. Like I ended up being good in the first game because so many of the bad choices were so stupid. I was like, you couldn't share some of the food and just keep most of it. Something like I don't know. But they improved that a lot in, in the new one. And it was also very much not so much a, a good and evil, but just you know ruthlessness versus kind of a mercy more or less uh, system where you, you weren't you know you weren't like really kind of like a dictator trying to get to the point where you can save the world. You know like. The bad karma is just kind of doing anything by any means necessary, no matter like who gets in your way. You know, civilians get in the way too bad. You know, you know, break a few eggs to save the you know save the many. Uh, but and and on top of that, like your story is different depending on your choices. So like, not even just like that immediate choice, that consequence, but like the the entire cutscene or conversations that follow and the way that. Those cat, your all the characters that you know, plus the plus the people in the city react to you is very different. Um, the, if you do something good, like that, like it's there's a massive difference. Like even just from like say the first choice that you make in the game and what happens afterwards, it's an entirely different cutscene. Like you could play that game twice and really actually have an entirely different experience between what you do all the way up into the ending, which you get multiple choices too. Uh, well, multiple choice, you get you get the two choices at the end. And there's just so much more consistency about it. It's just, 
it's really good. You know, like when you get when you get to like your last real big choice, like they throw you a big ass curveball <laughs> and they just say choose, you know, basically. Yeah. And and I mean, I, I I know I did, and I I think Jared said before that he he's done it too. But when that choice came up, like I literally got up and walked away from the system. I like I couldn't make the choice right away. I was like, ooh, ooh, I don't, I can't make that choice right now. And just paused, got up, or not even paused, but like waited on that waited on that screen, got up and like walked away for a while. And still couldn't really make the decision <laughs> later, but just chose anyway because I was like, "Well, I can always replay the game," you know, like, yeah. you know, like, and that's how, and that's how much it gets you. Batman, like, I finished and I, and I got up and walked away, but for a completely different reason. <laughs> when that game was over, I got up and walked away because I was like, I feel like I kind of got trolled a little bit by this game, by this ending, um, and there was. And technically, there was nothing wrong with the ending, but like a lot of the execution leading up to it just made it useless to me. And I guess that was my problem with it. And I mean, I'm not even getting into, you know, gameplay mechanics and all that stuff, but, you know, they're all very solid for both games. But the story to me was the thing that really was a difference maker, I guess. So to me, that's infamous. Okay. Um, in terms of gameplay, well, both games had good gameplay. Actually, they both had great, fantastic gameplay. But I felt that Infamous gave you more uh, than Batman did. I thought that Batman was pretty repetitive, especially because I beat the game in three settings. My first setting was 20%, second setting 40 and third setting 40 Okay, um, For the first 20%, I can definitely tell you that the gameplay was better, very repetitive. Go to X-Location, beat up thugs. Exlocation, beat up thugs. That's kind of the same. You, you just do it over and over and over again. And the fighting in Batman itself is uh, in Arkham City is repetitive. Like you pretty much just kind of, you know, you wait for the counter. That's it. Like if you see somebody open, you punch them. But other than that, you just wait for the counter. Wait for the counter. They start adding other things and like you know dodging uh, the knives a little later on, and then you know making sure people don't open up the crates for the guns. Um, but that, I mean, even it maybe it would have been a little bit more, more interesting if people actually had guns, <laughs> you know, um, to just to begin with, as opposed to having to open the, the crates. But you know, all that gets kind of repetitive and, and kind of tiring. And at first, like for the first my first sitting playing through Batman, I'm like, because I basically I played Infamous, um, and then immediately started playing Batman after I beat Infamous too. And so I guess I was I was expecting a little bit more from Batman. Once you get to the Iceberg Lounge in Arkham City, it actually does start to vary up a little bit. That's when that's when Arkham City really starts to come out, and it starts to to vary up and becomes a lot of fun. Um, but that's because you know you get you go get a couple more aspects like you know oh you can't walk on the ice or this big ass shark's gonna eat you, and you know now you have the, you have to use the the bat claw to move around and you know, all types of stuff. Um, but the infamous, even though the core mechanic was, you know, your core mechanic is shooting lightning, every mission was different. With the exception of, like, the the uh, the missions where you had to power up other areas um, of the city. But those were even kind of different because it was in different 
parts of the city. So, like, you know, when you're powering up a part of the city that's on dry land, that's one thing. But then when you go over to the part of the city that's you go to Flood Town, which was flooded, that's a different story because you you die if you touch the water. You know, but it's also a combat mechanic simply because if there's a bunch of enemies in the water, you know, you get into it for a couple, for, for, a, for you know, for a few seconds, you fry the enemies and you, you know, you pull yourself back out, which is, you know, pretty cool. Um, but, you know, for the most part, like every, every major mission you do in Infamous is different. You know, even though you're still going to be shooting lightning in somebody's face, it's still um, pretty different. Um, on top of that, each like the side quest between Arkham City and Infamous 2, I prefer Infamous 2, because one, there was more side quests. And two, even those, a lot of those were very different. You know, you didn't, you just didn't go, okay, go here and clear all enemies, go there, clear all the enemies, save the citizen, uh, bring medical supplies. You know, it just, it wasn't the same thing over and over again. Um, now, you do have missions, well, not missions, but side, I can't even call them side quests, but they're like little, uh, you know, they're like a, maybe a group of cops walking around, and you have to um, suppress the police if you're evil, or you have to break up a anti-coal rally if you're evil, or if you're good, you have to defuse a bomb. Like, yeah, those are all over the city, and those are kind of the same thing, but the, uh, besides those, because you can't even really consider, consider them quests because they're just right out in the open. It's an action. Are you going to save the person or are you not? But with the side quests... You know, you actually, like, so I had one good side quest where basically I just had to watch a prisoner and he's sitting there talking trash. And I completed the side quest on the good side because I didn't kill him for talking trash. You know, so you, you know, you have, you have stuff like that versus with Arkham City, their side quests, um, while they're all different, but there aren't that many. There are only a few. And the thing about the, the uh, side quests in Arkham City, most of them are multi-part. And Rob is right with the way with the way the game works. You kind of want to progress forward because Batman's poisoned, right? So you want to move through the story. So the first, I went to a side quest, you know, for the Riddler. Like the, one of the Riddler side quests is to save all of these, um, you know, these people that he's captured. That was the Riddler side quest. And once I, I saved, like, two of the people, and I'm just like, I don't have time for this shit. Batman's in danger. I need to get him healed. <laughs> you know? I didn't really want to, uh, you know, play that anymore. Like, if I if stuff was along the way, I would do, like, the Bane side quest where you had to destroy the canisters of Titan. And they were placed in... Yeah, they were placed in different parts of the city. I did that because, you know, it was along the way. But a lot of the quests, like, you know, when Zass would ring the phone... I, I picked it up like twice, and then I was like, I really don't feel like. Cause I, most of the time, it will ring when I got to the area I needed to be, and then it will ring and send me somewhere else. I honestly almost wanted to think they did that to get people to like, like in, to increase like gameplay time or whatever. Because I've noticed that a lot too. Like I'd get to where I was supposed to go, and then like all of a sudden, ring, ring, and I'm like, oh, crap! I'm gonna go into the phone. Oh, you're gonna send me all the way across to the other side where I just came from to get here great yeah they would do that all the time and that's the thing you know less side quests in arkham city but they were i would say they were longer um and i guess it also has to do with a sense of accomplishment because like you know with infamous i do a side quest that side quest is finished and the side quests don't even take five minutes you know and there are a lot of them 
But I, the thing about you, you complete a side quest in Infamous. Not only did you complete a side quest, you uh, got some XP. You also, uh, you know, you, you got either good good karma or bad karma. So you're you're, you're doing a lot by doing those side quests. And only that, you cleared out the area to keep enemies respawning. Exactly. Like Which was much needed in some of the main quests. Like it would really make some of the main story missions a lot less troublesome if you actually went ahead and did that yeah or the fact that it makes it a lot easier to move you know back and forth through the city you know Mm -hmm. so um but yeah but the the side quests in my like the the side quests are interesting they were good um actually my favorite side quest in arkham city uh even though they did have a few that were one-offs like the mad hatter was a one-off was a one-off side quest like you know if you you got there and um you know you, you did this fight and that was it but my favorite one had to be the one with uh um Azrael <laughs> because dude like i don't i don't know how i spotted him all those times like i did complete that side quest but basically what would happen is like you know i just finished like you know you know beating up a bunch of dudes and i turned my camera in a certain direction and oh oh whoa he's on top of the ferris wheel looking at me that's weird <laughs> you know, it kind of freaked me out that the Azrael side quest. But um I'm not saying that the side quests in Arkham City are bad. They're not bad. I just preferred Infamous Infamous is better. You know, because um the whole thing about Infamous well, for, well with the first Infamous, you you're you know, you're unknown, you're kinda of discovering your own abilities and, you know, people are trying to figure out if you're good or bad. So the side quests really help you know determine that um this is kind of the same thing in infamous too because you're in a different city but now you know it's now you know your power and you're just trying to be you become more powerful to defeat this beast that you know you you know you you know what's going to happen to you uh if you don't defeat the beast and you're trying to be you become even more powerful so the side quests even help you toward that goal because um you unlock new abilities based off of how many side quests you do. Right. So you you have way I think you have mo- way more incentive to do side quests in Infamous than you do in Arkham City. Right, because you know what the main goal is. You fight the beast like in the very beginning of the game and he whoops your butt and it, it's just like oh god, got to escape, get more power and throughout the entire game it tells you like beast is coming, he's going to come wreck your crap. You need to get sh- stronger. Like oh, throughout yeah. the entire game, so you're just like, okay, it's time to get more powerful, and that's that's your goal. You're throughout everything. It doesn't matter what happens in the game. In your head, throughout most of the game, you're like, the beast is coming. I need to get power. I don't care how I do it. I need to get power, and I need to be able to stop it. Yeah, and oh, go ahead. Uh, I'm sorry. One of the interesting things too about that is, and that's and that's another thing about Infamous. The all the side quests, like collecting all the shards, the blast shards, mm. doing side quests. Like they all increase your power, mm-hmm. so like everything you do is really towards that that one purpose, which is getting more powerful. Right. And Batman, like it's just kind of spread out. You know, right. there's a lot of different reasons why you're doing different things, but like a lot of them don't have anything to do with the main, you know, your main purpose. And that's right. I think that's another thing for Infamous too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like I collected blast shards because I, I I was addicted to it. I'm not gonna lie. I was like on a blast shard like addiction. I was like trying to hunt those things down, but they gave me more power, which, like you said, led to the main story quest. Riddler trophies. I'm like, okay, I might grab one if I see one, and maybe near the end of the game I'll go grab a couple here and there. But I didn't feel like that. Yeah, like see. 
Yeah, it's like, oh, look, I get a concept art or a character model, but like it wasn't like, you know, it wasn't like, say, doing the first advanced augmented reality trainings or whatever. Yeah. It's like you get a thing for that, you know, that actually helps you. Like that was different. Yeah, you know, I really, I yeah. Those augmented reality things. I don't even want to start on those. But anyways, with Ar- <laughs> with Arkham City though, you do like for some of the side quests, you do get additional utilities. But I'll be honest with you. Well, first of all, you don't know that you're going to get the utilities in the side quests. But second of all, I you really don't use them. Like I never really used the like basically Rocksteady. They give you all the utilities that you need to use. But the utilities that they gave for the side quests, like. I guess they help, but right, you I guess it depends on your tactics. Because yeah. there's a lot of stuff. There's a lot of like regular stuff that you know was from the last game. That's like half of you hardly use, honestly. Yeah. So mechanics and stuff. Yeah, exactly. So um, infamous definitely, and that, that helps with with gameplay. It means you have. It feels like you have a lot more to do. Uh, you know, infamous because. You know, while the, the, the Arkham City side quests are longer, that you have more infamous two side quests, and you get more just by doing them. So it's a, more of a sense of accomplishment. Um, another thing I think that Infamous 2 has over Batman is the boss fights. Uh, and if, and if uh, yeah, you know, you disagree, but... I'm going back and forth on this because it's... I don't, I don't know, because I do agree that Batman's boss fights... While they were pretty lather, rinse, repeat in a sense, and only just different characters, it seemed like. Like, for instance, I guess we could, I'm not going to spoil, but Final Boss, and then, can I say the Penguins boss? Yeah, uh, Solomon Grundy, yeah, yeah, it's fine. So Solomon Grundy, and then the Final Boss. I mean, they're pretty, pretty similar, I could say, and I think y'all would agree. Yeah. And then at the same time, I feel like Infamous. I think there's what four boss battles throughout that entire game. Four. Uh, there's the beast in the beginning. There's the the monster. You fight that monster twice, and you fight the beast again at the end. So there's, I mean, they they spice it up different ways, but there's a lot of mini re- bosses that they throw in at you that at information. Yeah, that become, but then they become regular but, enemies. But and yeah, then that loses the thrill of that kind of, in my opinion. I mean, I get that. The, okay, I'm weak now. This is like a mini boss, cool. And then, but then once you throw them in as like generic enemies, at that point, it kind of loses that a oh, wow factor that a boss should have. I well, guess. I mean, it's a mini boss. You're still cautious around the mini bosses. You oh know what I'm yeah. I mean, you still have to play differently, but it I just, changes the field when you see you know certain certain monsters you know jump out because they are still a threat. They're just not necessarily like as ridiculous as the first what are you time talking you about? encountered tornado. Done. Anyway, <laughs> uh, that's not always an option. <laughs> well, if you didn't save your storage units, it's not an option. But I go back and forth on the boss battles. I think they both could have been better, but I will agree that Infamouses I think were. A bit more fun. I think Infamouses were more in line with the game too, with the the monsters and things that you end up fighting. Like I feel like the the you know hit a guy three times. Although Batman, it didn't do it this time. But like you know, hit a guy three times, big monster fight. Like doesn't always fit in Batman. Batman is more psychological. Like you know, when you walk into a room and you fight forty guys, like that's one thing because you know, like they're gonna send their their goons after you. But that's not really a boss fight either. Um, but you know, when it's, you know, you walk up, you, you dodge penguin shooting at you and then you disable his weapon and you punch him and the fight's over. That's not a fight, you know, like that's not really, 
it, you you don't need that type of a, of a boss fight. You don't need to fight Solomon Grundy, you know, because he's a big old monster. Like those, they only have like so much of a place. And the fact that like it seems like they were so intent on using big monsters, you know. It, it it just kind of ruined it for me. At least in like say like Arkham Asylum, like when you were chasing down Croc, like that was like a you had to kind of be careful about what you were doing, otherwise Croc would just come out and boop, <laughs> you know, bite your head off. You know, like that was at least different. You know, last Titan Joker fight. Sorry about that spoiler, but it's it's two years old. Your the statute of limitations is up. But at the end of Arkham <laughs> Asylum, when you fight Joker and he gets all hopped up on Titan and becomes you know freaking Incredible Joker Hulk, and all you do is you fight a wave of guys and then you hit him. You fight a wave of guys, you hit him. You fight a wave of guys, you hit him, and the game is over. It's a jip, and they kind of do that again in Arkham City at some points, and it's like, why do we need these monsters? Like, can't I have a psychological boss fight? Can I have more scarecrow type stuff? You know, there's not enough of it. You know, and and it and it does. It goes right up to like the end boss in the game. Um, another thing that Batman does trolls you on fight on fights that you think you're gonna get. Like, oh, yeah, yeah. not to throw away something else, but the when you do the, the the Titan canisters for Bane, I that's at least a boss fight like I get. You know, like big you know, big guy, big monster you need to fight, you know, even though it's not a monster, but you know, big guy that you fight. And they no, doesn't even happen. You know, you you lead up to it, he betrays you, not even a fight. You know, you lock him in a room basically and you, you blow up all the Titan containers and you leave. And I guess, like, given that he's poisoned, at least that made sense. But it doesn't. But it doesn't happen often enough because certain fights he'll just fight, you know. And other ones, like, he's not like, I don't have time for this. <laughs> right, <laughs> if he yeah. just did that with all the fights, I would get it, you know, with a lot of the fights that he's in. But they troll you on fights that you think you're gonna get, and you're like, especially wow. when the especially when the main characters. I yeah. think we're not we're not gonna spoil it, but one of the main characters, it's kind of like one of the main villains. You're just like it's really. I mean, you, like, you spend half get. the game. Yeah, you spend half the game. You know, after go, going after somebody, and you get up to that, you get up to it. And there's no fight. Like it's not even kind of a fight. It's not even a psychological thing. There's nothing. Like you, there's no payoff Cut for scene. it. Yeah. Cut scene done. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. That happens a lot. I so I I do like the infamous boss fights for that reason. They're they're less frequent, but when they happen, they're a really really big deal, and they make sense. Yeah, like there, there's even more presentation when it comes to those boss fights. Like when you yeah. fight, when you fight the, you know, when you fight the first, not even the beast, but you fight the like, the, the 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 mutant. Monster. I guess you can say the mutant monster, um, which I don't, you know, I'm not going to spoil spoil that. <laughs> but I mean, when you fight him um, or it, I should say, basically, like you know, you're 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 running back to the city. And like you're in this huge cloud of smoke, and then that's when the cutscene starts, and you see this huge monster come out of this big cloud of smoke and start chasing you. And the thing about it, it's one of those fights where you know it's chasing you, and these weak points will kind of open up over time, and you have to hit the weak points. But while that's going on, he's dropping like little minions and stuff, and like and attacking you, and, and yeah. blowing up everything in his path at this but, all at the same time, and so like. Yeah, like, so, like, basically, like, those the little minions, like, they, they're his minions. They're actually the base minions, but they don't they don't give you love taps. Like, they hit hard, you know? So you actually have to watch out for them as you're fighting it. But the thing is, the city is still open during these fights. You know, at least, at least this fight in particular. So, like, 
there are parts where like because whether you're in front of it or not it's going to keep moving throughout the city so mm-hmm. you it, I, I was up on the rooftops thinking like okay how am i exactly going to kill this thing with all these little minions on the ground and then you know just you just do it but you know the, you fight that twice but the second time you fight it is actually different because it's less about the electricity like hitting the weak points and more about getting it trapped you know so you know even, i like the second fight better because I thought there was that bit. Because I'm, 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 I'm getting tired of the whole "it's flashing, shoot it" kind of mechanic. Right. Gotcha. It's, Me it's too. Kind of like it's done. Can we? Can we? Can can we just say shooting it in the head will do a lot of damage and just? I think everyone's figured that out by now. We don't have to have uh, at least point. Yeah, or at least like make it so that I can shoot it in the head and it doesn't damage. Like because you know for some reason everything's or, got super armor around the face. Right. You know. Well, that's why they're bosses. Electricity, man. Come on. <laughs> that's why they're bosses, man. I know, but that's but it's such a it's such a, a legacy. You know, like a legacy holdover from like old video games that I think like kind of beyond in, in a lot of senses like especially when you're talking about games like Arkham City and Infamous like you don't need to have that fight it doesn't necessarily make sense to have that fight but at least in Infamous like they're having that fight and it, and it does make a little bit of sense given the scope of the things he fights but mm-hmm. you know like the beast doesn't follow that kind of a pattern like it's not you know like oh he's got a glowing thing shoot that like because it a beast doesn't you know you just you just go after him you know it's mm-hmm. but at least when you're fighting the you know the juggernaut like it's 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 doing a lot of different things it's not like just watch his pattern because there's no pattern to watch like yeah. you know the, the 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 points open up at random he drops all the babies he's shooting stuff blowing up cars he's rampaging down the street you can't just stand around and just wait for that one you know that one spot to reopen up and shoot you can't like there's there's not that option, so you got to be moving, you got to be doing stuff, and at least they make it different for all yeah. of that legacy three you know weak spot stuff that goes on. At least they spice it up. Yeah, yeah. But what really helps spice that up is the combat, and I think if this combat is way above and beyond um, Arkham's, but that's just because of all the powers and all the things you have option to. Yeah, when it comes to the to the combat of Infamous versus Arkham City, um. First of all, like with Batman, like I guess you could say it's two types of combat. Well, it's not even two types of combat, but you have the main combat where basically everybody encircles you and you just beat the crap out of them. You know, you dodge and hit, dodge, hit, dodge, hit. Um, I was I was gonna say the second type of combat, but it's more stealth action. You know, when you're you know, when you have to like hide away on the gargoyles or underneath the floor and drag people down. You know, stuff like that. So you, yeah, yeah. So basically, I mean, you have that. Uh, you have both of those, and that's that's pretty much it. That was, I, was, I was talking about that earlier, like how repetitive the game is. Like basically, the only thing that happens is the scenery changes, and you know you, you're in different areas. And actually, sometimes you come back to the same area and have to do it all over again. But this time, they made throw goggles on the guy so that he he can scan the the gargoyles. Yeah, but that, that's you get the power up that fixes that exactly. But that's kind of that's kind of the way Batman works. Like you're either <laughs> you either in combat with a, with a group, you are mm-hmm. doing the predator stuff, or you are trying to get to the next place that w- in which you will do that. Mm-hmm. Okay, with well, in- yeah. Well, if- I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, I'll say with infamous is different because first of all, each mission is different to begin with. Okay, you have a different objective, and yes, there will be fights with lightning and guns and everything, but. There's different combat scenarios, and even dying and coming back, the combat scenario will kind of change 
based off of, you know, based off of, you know, the same unit types will be there, but they'll may be in different positions. Like, instead of a guy being up top, he may be down below this time. You know, but that's what you have to worry about in Infamous. Like, you have this guy long range, this guy short range, this guy high, this guy low. This guy has armor, this guy doesn't have armor, but he has a weapon that, you know... You know, he has a, like a really strong weapon, or this guy has armor and a really strong weapon, and you can't knock him down. You know, what do you do? And that's the bit, like with the infamous, like I'm like with Batman, like you're just you're just sitting there waiting for the counter, or you're sitting there waiting to sneak up on somebody. But with infamous, it's like I'm shooting lightning at this guy. I'm throwing a grenade over in this direction. I'm shooting a lightning rocket here. I'm jumping up here. I'm doing, you know, I'm levitating this car and throwing it at these people all in the same fight. You know what I'm saying? It's a, I think it's a you get you get a much more. <laughs> A superhero feeling Dynamic. from that, you know, simply because like it's like you are the you're the man, like you have the power of lightning and you are like thoroughly displaying it, you know. Yeah. While yeah, you, it, you play infamous, like there's gonna no, go ahead, Mikey. It's just more satisfying. Like I'm just saying, like it's just like even when you do melee, it's just like beating someone with that amp is just like dang, he just got blown up. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Like they, the way they, the the way, like you know, with Batman, like you know, by the time you get done, you'll have a whole bunch of guys on the ground. And you're like, okay, and you walk off. But with Infamous, like when I see all those bodies on the ground, like first of all, there's more bodies, and it's just like there's so much more carnage that was created, you know, because of you just you know giving everybody the business at the same time. Right. So yeah, I think the, the combat. You know, over over Batman is definitely better, and I know some so some people say that Batman isn't all about the combat. I know that that's why there's the, the stealth portions. A lot of the there weren't as many detective portions. I can tell you that much. Than well, yeah. Um, but um, you know, they took away some a lot of the detective portions, and for the most part, it's just stealth, and then combat, and then that's it. And I would say even stealth got toned down to some extent. Like I. There's a lot of times where, like, I, I I consider stealth being able to, like, go into a room and use all the different tools at your disposal to take everybody out. And, like, I felt like that didn't happen enough in this game. Like, it, there's, they throw so many curveballs at you later that, you know, it's, uh, you get, like, guys dropping proximity mines and guys who could see, you know, yeah, I mean, you get upgrades to kind of deal with certain things, but, you know, guys who could see you on, on gargoyles and heat vision and guys with sniper rifles who could see anything no matter where you are as long as you're in front, you know, in their range mm-hmm. in front of them. And it just takes away so many options from you as the game goes on. Like, in the first, maybe in the first few rooms, like the first few hours of the game, like, yeah. You, you get like true predator like you did in Arkham Asylum where you could scare guys and and take out guys in different fashions. But like I there were so many times like I would get partway through a room and then just end up just fighting guys, you know, on the floor when I could, unless they all had weapons, you know. And even then like I would just I'd just be dropping down, use the grapple, you know, snag the gun out of their hand, not try and knock them out real quick. You know, I would alert people, but it's like, you know what? <laughs> Whatever. Um and that, that that doesn't strike me as like really being predator like the way you could in Arkham Arkham Asylum. I love that part of the game, and it just it seems like they took away so much of it. Right. Uh, yeah. Took away so many options, and like right. it's funny because you'd finish a room, and I'd be like, "Oh, here's a whole bunch of stuff I could have done if I'd even known it was there." You know, when I was when you first kind of go into it, you know, yeah. you have stuff that's on like lower levels, like it's like you got to go by guys to get to that, and it's like it's just so much easier to kind of 
deal with things in a certain fashion. And that's that's boring in a way. I would love to be able yeah. to use all the bajillion bat tools at my disposal, and it's like I I barely got to use most of them. I feel like. I agree, I but I'm personally going to give my gameplay vote to Infamous Two because it's just more fun for me. I had a lot more fun with it, and it it just seemed to me like gameplay really stood out in Infamous over Batman, and it I just I it was just fun. It was so fun that I'd want to go through it even again as evil and do other options but that's just me so yeah we didn't even really mention that well rob kind of touched on that but infamous <laughs> like like <laughs> it's almost two games because you go through the game the first time well first time doing whatever side let's say for example for me it was it was for, it was good and then you start evil and rob said the very first choice you make gives you a totally different cutscene. And people talk to you differently throughout the game, and you know you get different cutscenes. So it's actually, you, it's almost like you get double the game. Uh, so that's another point that goes toward Infamous too, and that's the reason. Well, that's not that itself is not the reason, but that's one of the reasons why that's going to get my vote for gameplay because of everything I already talked about. Plus that, you know, it just yeah. it stands out more. It feels like I had more gameplay. I had more fun playing Infamous too than. Arkham City. So that's actually going to give Infamous 2 two points, and now we're tied 2 2, and we're going to have to give away our personal points now. You know? Yeah, oh boy. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, we're tied 2 2. Um, I'm going to let you go first, Mikey. Okay. Well, this is this is really tough because both games are outstanding. So I want to get this out of the way right now. Both games are great. Um, no game is really a horrible game. This is just an opinion on which we feel is better. So you're allowed to have opinions, people. So if you disagree, whatever, no, it's fine. They're, don't tell they're them, not, they're, they're don't, they're don't tell them it's not true. Don't tell them some things aren't true. Oh, okay. Um, but like I said prior, earlier in this podcast, what's so awesome about Batman Arkham City is that I feel like Batman. And that's the best compliment. Like I said, it's the best compliment I can give. It looks amazing. Sounds amazing. It plays really well, except for the little minor tweaks here and there that we talked about. But Infamous 2 did so much more better than its pre- than its predecessor. It made everything bigger, better, and just awesome. And it was I just had more fun on Infamous 2. And I'm sorry, there's nothing you're there's no way you're gonna tell me like throwing a tornado was not like the best thing in your entire life. When you did that, <laughs> well, at least in Infamous Two, it was the best thing entire in like Cole McGrath's life. Because the minute I did that, I was like, okay, I, I'm I'm sold. And everything about Infamous just screams just awesome in every way, and it's fun. Even playing good or evil, you will have fun, and just everything about it is just amazing. So I'm giving it to Infamous. You give it to Infamous, okay? Yes. Uh, all right. Uh, how about you, Rob? Boils down to super superheroness, <laughs> if you want to call it that, or just basically how much like I felt empowered by the games. Now, Batman Arkham City, you feel like Batman, and that is really, really, really huge because it means they're still doing it right. They, in no way, shape, or form is it is it a bad thing. It's the best Batman game that you know Arkham Asylum was the best Batman game ever made. 
and maybe the best superhero game that had been made in a long while. Um, well, no, it was, was the best superhero game that had been made in a long while. That's not even a question, actually. Um, and up there for best superhero game, period. Um, Arkham City is the, you know, the successor to that. You know, it's, it's, it's succeeding something that's already standing on a mountaintop, and it is a better game in most ways. Um, and it makes you feel like Batman. And for something that's that iconic, that has, you know, something that I, I grew up with as a kid, most people grew up as a kid, everybody knows who Batman is, you know, as much as they know who Superman is. And Batman was always the one I liked better, you know. So the animated series, the old, even the old campy, you know, Adam West cartoon, you know, live action you know tim burton movies all the way up to getting like finally getting good batman movies again (laughs) like it's a long journey but for a game to make me be able to feel like all of those things made me feel like batman pretty awesome but and there is a but infamous 2 came out all of two years ago and with the second game that's come out has launched a, a a completely unknown you know made up uh, you know in only in video games superhero and made it so relevant that i feel that same sense of empowerment from a, a hero that doesn't have you know 50 years of history behind it you know that's huge and I have just as much fun tossing lightning bolts and blowing up stuff and absorbing electricity and throwing cars and all of that ridiculousness as I do being Batman, you know, and that's super, super huge and kind of like sound it that that's a testament to how much infamous has grown and how good it actually really is. And on top of that, just the choices that you can make and how different that makes your adventure. Like you do get the sense of entire of the empowerment that like your choices matter. The stuff that you do and you the the choices that you make in, in general matter. And that's a big part of I think that, you know, especially when you have a hero that's not iconic, you don't have a Spider-Man or a Batman, that you can do things that they can't. And like an in infamous, you, you get that you get those options. And it, it makes for a more compelling character, I think, a more compelling, you know, superhero in a way, because it's one that you create. It's as much your choices as it is, you know, whoever wrote him in the first place. So I get I have to give it to Infamous as my my personal point. Okay, um, not that it really matters at this point, but uh, my point was to go to Infamous anyway, simply because I had more fun playing it. I from the moment I started Infamous. To, to to the moment I it ended and I was sad when it ended because I wanted to play I wanted more infamous at that point like I had a blast from start to finish it was an excellent excellent game and the only reasons I really stop is to sleep and go to work and that was pretty <laughs> much it like that that was that was I I would you know I I love playing infamous like it was pretty much the first thing on my mind when I would come home like the three days it took me to beat it. You know, um, like I said, I started Arkham City the the day, the same day actually that I beat Infamous uh, too, and it just didn't hold me as much. Like you know, there, there were days that gapped between the times I would play Arkham City, and I just not saying that I was like a chore to get it done, but I kind of wanted to get it done because I had to for the Versus series. Like I played Infamous two and Arkham City for the Versus series. 
you know, so I had to, I wanted to make sure I was done before we recorded this. And so, you know, I played it in big chunks, but normally a game like that, which is still good, it's a good game, and I'll recommend it to people, but normally a game like that, I would take longer to beat, you know, like, you know, I would spread out even more because I didn't have that feeling like I had to play, like I had to come home, and I had to play Arkham City and get to the end of this game. But Infamous did, it did pull it, because I was really curious, like, what's going to happen to Cole, you know, at the end of this game, like, when I, when I fight the Beast, you know, so Infamous 2 pulled me in way more than, than Arkham City did. Arkham City had much, had, I think it had a much better production value than Infamous 2, but the entire package of Infamous 2 was better than Arkham City, so my personal point goes to Infamous 2 as well. Like I said, like, it matters. <laughs> so, you know. Well, Infamous 2 now seriously wins based on our personal opinions. Yay. Yeah, that gives it 5 to 2. That that sounds yeah. bad, you know. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> it is badass is what it is. Take on Arkham <laughs> City. Take on Arkham City like that. Lightning strikes twice. This time. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, that was kind of bad. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. It's okay. Oh, it's all right. Oh. And uh, for anyone who hasn't played Festival of Blood, please go do that because it is freaking awesome. The Infamous 2 Festival of Blood DLC. Hmm. Yeah, so, yeah, it's actually Batman Arkham City was given 10 out of 10s, and people were saying that, oh, it was the best game of the, it was the you know, game of the year, best superhero game ever created. Um, but I actually think Infamous was better, <laughs> you know, in terms of a superhero game. So and, I, and it's And it's by such a small margin, though, for me at least. It's no, like, I mean, aside from issues I had with Batman's story and some of the things that happened, like, just just actually playing the game itself is a joy. Like, as far as just running around the city and beating up on villains and or on bad guys and all that kind of stuff, like, outside the main story. But Infamous 2 just has, like, a, a, very, a very big total package going for it. And cool. the, it's such a close margin. They're both excellent games. Both games I'll probably play, you know, play twice. But... Infamous. <laughs> I, I did it. I mean, yeah. I did enjoy Batman. I, I liked it. I recommend people. I don't think I'll actually play through it again, though, um, because it's well, really. I'll do more of the the side quests and stuff. I didn't finish the finish the Catwoman stuff. The yeah, maybe if I find myself, stuff, you know, if I ever to really be a whole separate. <laughs> game. If I ever complete my backlog, maybe like you know, I'll go yeah. back to it. <laughs> that's the thing. But you know, with the with Infamous Two, I am actually currently replaying through it now. You know, as as evil. So no, well, not as we speak, but you know, <laughs> I'm replaying through Infamous. Um, but I don't really see myself replaying through Batman. Like you know, if I'm bored one day, I may try to do some of the side quests. You know, but mm-hmm. no, I got other games I got to play. Sorry, it was a, it was a, it was a good game though. Batman was a great game actually, and it's kind of hard. Like so people probably think, oh, like you know, they're hating on Batman. We're not hating on Batman. We're oh. just comparing the two. So. Yeah, I mean, we love Batman. Bat- We're not saying Batman's a bad game at all. It's just we like Infamous better. Yeah. So, but all right, that's gonna that's gonna wrap up our versus series here on uh, versus series number six. Um, as always, you can check us out on SoundCloud, which is soundcloud.com slash mash those buttons. Um, you can catch us on Facebook, facebook.com slash mash those buttons, uh, twitter.com slash MTB site, uh, mash those buttons.com. You know, you can you can catch us there too since that's our website and all. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, you can uh, if you if you agree with us, don't agree with us, have something to say. Definitely let us know. 
uh, you know, leave us a comment on SoundCloud, Facebook, uh, website, you know, shoot us a tweet, tell us how much we suck and how much we don't know what we're talking about, you know. <laughs> you know, if we're really upset, contact uh, Senior uh, Hill Williams. Yeah, he will, uh, he is community manager, or well, one of the community managers, and he'll waiting to, to, to read your emails. <laughs> As always. Yeah, Have so, fun with that. Yeah. <laughs> Especially after this one. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, we'll be back next month with another Versus series. No idea what we're going to do it on yet. Um, but you can catch us on the MASHcast, which is weekly, you know, every Monday around 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We publish a new MASHcast, so you can check that out. Uh, but in the meantime, it, it, we will catch you later. You guys have a good day, night, whatever time you listen to this. Later, guys. Bye.